0: collaborative challenge. Today we are delighted to have the Anti-Fashion podcast team in, uh, who presented their work in September uh, 2022. Um, so welcome everybody.
1: Thank you. Um, I'm Alice and I'm from the MA in Fashion Curation course.
2: Um, I'm Alicia and I do MA Fashion Photography. I'm uh-huh.
3: and I do Fashion Culture and Histories.
4: I'm Chanyoung Zhou, and I do the strategy and fashion marketing.
0: Welcome, everybody. Um, I'm just the first. Uh, the first question I'm going to ask you is, uh, what kind of, what project were you all on?
1: So we were on a podcast, fashion series podcast, um, and we were provided the brief, which um, is the following. Design, produce, and record a dynamic and engaging new podcast that explores one of the most urgent issues in fashion studies now. So that was, um, and it is really broad. Um, so for me personally, I don't know if it was the same for everyone else. Um, this was my first choice in doing um, this collaborative challenge like project, I suppose. And I was interested in doing a podcast because I feel like there's something that, as a as a means of entertainment, I would listen to quite often. Um, and I often found it really, I, I really find them interesting because they have an awful lot of information in them, but they're condensed down really well. And it just is very consumable. So I was kind of interested in, in a way, thinking about like employment opportunities as well, thinking about would this be something that if I do it here, that I will, you know, decide on whether it would be something that I'd like to like pursue as a employment option. And so, yeah, that's that's why I picked it. And I was delighted I picked it in the end, I suppose, because it was it was enjoyable from from the start.
0: And Alicia, how did you, did you feel the same way as Alice?
2: Um, Yeah, it was my first choice as well. Um, I actually hadn't listened to that many podcasts before doing it, but I just thought that the people who had joined that brief would be um, quite confident and opinionated people, which I thought would be interesting um, as like a group dynamic. And usually I really struggle with... um, group settings because I feel like you've all got different opinions, but we just seem to work really well together, which is quite rare, I think. I think that's why it just seemed so much fun because we all just got on so well. That's great.
3: And Amelda? Uh it was my first choice as well. Um I wanted to do the podcast because I was like I I've done podcasts in the past and I've it's always been something that I've I I like to talk and I have a lot of opinions so I think combining those two things I was like yeah go on then why not um and I think that just working with everyone like I could just tell that everyone like we weren't afraid of sharing our ideas and it kind of translated really well into the project itself um so I kind of assumed that 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 was going to be the thing that we would do because you know if you're choosing to do a podcast then I think he would like to speak. Um, but yeah, no, so it, it was a lot of fun.
0: Which is great. And it was very evident, I have to say, in your podcast. And Shizu, did you want to talk about um, your experience of making this podcast?
4: Yeah, um, of course for me the post uh, podcast is very new area for me and they will give me a very relevant insight into how podcasts are for uh, do and allows me to discover uh, like the new and interesting area that I uh, if, if in the pu- future I hope I will do better and if there is an pin- opportunity for me to do this again. Mm
0: interesting um so i just wondered so you started you've chosen the project i'm taking you back um was that a bumpy ride did you feel as if how did you how did you start gathering your ideas and then evaluate them all
1: um i feel like the basis of this podcast came out of probably the first conversation or second meeting maybe that we had and um, so I know we met initially because our, obviously we didn't know each other um, beforehand because we're all on different courses and we hadn't, you know, paths hadn't crossed or anything. But we met online, I'm pretty sure, to discuss podcasts that we were going to kind of submit to our supervisor so that we could have a kind of discussion around those. So I think because we did that initially, we kind of landed on the same page in terms of what kind of content we enjoyed and also the kind of podcasts we enjoyed and also quite importantly I think what we didn't like and what we didn't want to do and um, so I think we all felt that there was a little bit of not to say that it's not important, but oversaturation of like sustainability um in terms of fashion podcasts in particular or just fashion conversations in general. Um and I think because we wanted something that we felt was authentic and also was coming directly from us, we you know, that it that became quite obvious fairly quickly. And I know during the second conversation that we had, we met um as a group and We basically were just trying to kind of tease out what it was exactly that we all had a shared interest in. And that ended up kind of being more so a frustration or else a kind of, I don't know, feeling of like being a bit fed up because we were all studying and are all studying fashion masters and we've chosen to attend a fashion university, but we... In a way, kind of felt a little bit excluded from this fashion world, so we started digging into that a little bit more, and mm. we arrived at this anti-fashion idea because we felt, in a way, that we were on the outskirts of something. So we were kind of wondering why? Why is that? And I know, Imelda said something, and I like I still remember it. And she was saying that fashion is one of the only sectors of society that's kind of inherently feminine so then we kind of were thinking oh that's quite unusual because you know within everything else you know it tends to be kind of male dominated in a way or patriarchal Um and then we kind of went from from there I suppose
0: yeah that's really interesting and and a great place to start
1: yeah I mean like I know Alicia started talking about her work as well. And it was kind of like a, a general conversation, but she was saying, I think she said something like, um, I hate men. And yeah. <laughs> we were all like, I know we found it like really funny, you know, but it was just such a like stark statement. And, you know, so I know me and Melody were like, why, why, why? And, um, and like kept kind of probing. And um, so, it kind of was like, a, in a way, like a team of all of our different, like, I suppose, research areas that we were doing. And it was trying to find a way for it to overlap um, in terms of the podcast. So it was kind of more from the things that we didn't like was then what we decided to do. And then that became the kind of urgent issue, I suppose, was that we were involved in you know fashion studies but we felt like there was a a very kind of not so good dynamic maybe happening that makes sense
3: it does um i feel like um in the first meeting i think we were just sort of on zoom we were sort of just teasing out it was the first time we, we met i suppose and we were just sort of teasing out what we liked and what we didn't like and then kind of piggybacking what Alice says um like the second meeting was a lot more I think we were just a lot more comfortable maybe because we were in person and I think that we just got to share some of our ideas or some of the things that we were kind of I guess focusing on like Alicia got to share some of her work and I think it really did stem from that and kind of not feeling like we're included um, in the fashion conversation but that kind of it was a bit personal in the way that we were talking, which then I feel like translated into the rest of the process, if that makes sense. So I think we would just felt like, oh, this is how I feel. And this is how I feel. And then it kind of just continuously continued into the actual podcast. So I think the setup of the podcast was very much like an emotive, like emotion filled thing because we had just been very open from the beginning.
1: I think it yeah. created, like, a really good, um, like, not to, I don't know, be too kind of um, over-the-top about it, but like a safe space, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because we were, like Imelda said, we were very open with each other. And maybe that goes back to, like, you know, the reason why we chose the brief was because we kind of expected, in a way, to be open. But I think that whole dynamic as Imelda said continued kind of for the process basically um it was quite comforting as well like I don't I don't remember feeling at any point like oh I'm kind of afraid to say this or I'm afraid to express this opinion because not that I thought that everyone would agree with me but you know it felt like we were kind of on the same page at least
3: yeah yeah it definitely felt yeah. like that I think it felt like I don't, I don't really remember anyone sort of like shooting down an idea or anyone kind of saying, oh no, we don't want to do that. It really did feel like we kind of just were all on the same page and we all kind of contributed as well. So it, it made the process a lot more, I guess, interesting and it made the process a lot more, yeah, like you said, comforting because, you know, we all kind of like were chipping into the little bits
1: yeah we didn't have like when we were trying to figure out how to structure it as well I was quite daunted by that but because we had ideas from listening to other podcasts and also the discussions that we kind of had been continuously having about what we thought would work I don't think there was any sense of like competition I feel you know between kind of who got to do what or that kind of a a thing because we I think very early on actually had all decided that we would you know endeavor to speak on the podcast so that we'd all have a kind of sense of agency I suppose and you know would get to express these kind of personal um opinions as well as kind of experiences in some cases.
0: I mean it I definitely agree I think you uh, it's funny because I don't know why this reminds me of, of everything you just said reminded me of one one project team said we spent a long time talking about what we weren't good at and that was helpful um, because we talk about strengths and weaknesses and we even use the word strength before we use the word weakness. But I think it's really interesting because actually you didn't have to address your weaknesses, you just were open and I think if you're open – the weaknesses, you don't even have to call them weak. I mean, there is something about labelling something as a weakness anyway. Uh, I just think that space that you created um, is really obvious and evident in the podcast because you're all incredibly relaxed about what you're saying and why you're saying it. Uh, I'm just wondering, how did, did you structure the podcast and how did you plan for the actual content? I... I
1: can't remember I'm not going to lie. Um I do remember having the conversations but I don't know how we actually arrived at it. I think we maybe started to think about the structure when we met in person um because we were kind of floating ideas in terms of you know how we could translate our topic into something digestible and you know that you could listen to obviously. Um so, I think we kind of started at that point to to consider how it would be structured, and I think it maybe came out as well of us having maybe more uh discussion around certain things um because I know when Imelda started talking about her work and her motivations behind it and how you know she kind of arrived at is. We were very much kind of in it, it gave us a little spark and it kind of enthused us. Um, and because we wanted it to be a discussion, I think that we picked up on that kind of naturally or intuitively in a way but I don't I don't know if we uh, in kind of later on decided to drop something that we had initially you know believed that we would put in there. Um, and I also think that perhaps, because we we're all studying on different courses that each of us was not going to approach perhaps our response in the same way. So, you know, me being a fashion curation student and, you know, Amelda um, Im- being Um, cultures and histories student, you know, we weren't going to think about it in the same way. Obviously, we're all individuals as well, so we weren't going to have that kind of difficulty. But I wonder in a way, did that help our response and structure overall
3: uh I definitely think it did actually because I I do remember um I remember early on uh kind of talking about the podcast that we liked and I remember saying that maybe we should put it into segments Mm,
1: Um, yes
3: and then uh the second meeting we had I remember Alicia sort of um talking about how she hates men and uh she mentioned that she does like uh stand-up comedy and stuff like that And mean we were like oh actually that would be so good to like have in the beginning or like maybe you should have like a speaking piece in the beginning um because then it kind of sets off the tone and because obviously at least you have like a dry voice it's like it we thought that it was like great um to have so we were like oh yeah that would be that would be fab um and then I think from then on we were just like oh we should have like a part where we're all talking about something that's got to do with popular culture and oh we should have a bit where we're actually going into more theory and oh maybe we should have a little fun bit um and I think it just it just organically kind of evolved um Mm. through like conversation and uh figuring out what made us all kind of like get energetic if that makes sense because i remember like talking about love island and we were all <laughs> like oh my god i can't believe it, so <laughs> it just kind of, yeah it just kind of like organically happened in a way um yeah I
2: yeah it's um oh sorry no no, uh, no wait 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 because at first we were going to do like the um snl opening kind of thing where um, i'd do like a comedy monologue about it and then i went to write it and actually I was just getting so angry like thinking about it that I just ended up writing this like quite aggressive poem and then that's what I presented in the end but I think that's like quite a nice opening because it kind of just sets the tone for the whole conversation and where we're going with it.
1: I know we mentioned as well at one point it was like we needed to (laughs) sounds terrible but like weed out people so we were trying to like (laughs) we were thinking about our target audience, I suppose. So we were trying to figure out a way of, you know, setting it up so that people would kind of understand what it was that they were, I mean, getting themselves into sounds really serious, but like, you know, what, what they were in, what was in store for the, the, the person listening, I suppose. So yeah. I know we definitely thought about that in terms of the structure, because we wanted to make sure it was targeting the right the person who would enjoy it, I suppose, and get something out of it, really.
0: And do you know what? I think that's saying that you were going to weed them out is really good <laughs> because you know that if you can weed them out at the beginning, you'll hold them until the rest. Those people who have got to go have got to go, but the ones that want to stay are just going to enjoy the ride, um, which I have to say was me. Because I just, it was it's interesting because even a, a melder at had kind of reminded me of just how bouncy the podcast was. It was incredibly sort of beautiful and vivid, but it had such a bounce to it um, in my head. Um, and and I think that, you know, is testimony to to all of you uh, because it just sounded like you, you had all enjoyed it. You were all enjoying yourselves, but at the same time you were being incredibly formative and... Yeah, I I think that's it's it's that weeding out is really it's strategic. That's what I'll say. It is.
1: I think we when we went to the, to record it, um, because we had all prepared kind of individually, but not. I wouldn't say we'd overly prepared. You know, we hadn't learned off exactly what we were going to say, but you know, we had a a rough idea and you know kind of our main points. But because we had prepared. But then when we arrived there, we were all quite relaxed about it. There wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't time pressured, um, which I think definitely helped. And it wasn't, I think we had about two or three weeks, maybe before we had to submit the final podcast and then go on to do our kind of final presentation and that kind of thing. I I think that time helped us as well, kind of just relax into it and try and enjoy it. And I definitely remember us having a conversation potentially with our supervisor about deciding to not bring a guest on. Um, And we didn't want to bring a guest because we were obviously limited in terms of how long the podcast could run, but also because we were thinking about that time being quite precious. We didn't want to be giving it away to somebody else when we had so much ourselves that we wanted to say um so yeah i think those that that really contributed to that as well
0: and did anyone want to add to that because i think you're absolutely right that's in funny in a funny way too that's what i thought was so clever that there wasn't a guest it was actually you were all the guests
2: yeah i think we all have like um really strong opinions about it so it was just easy to um keep the conversation going and it just kind of came like off the cuff really and which I think is why it worked
3: yeah I feel like the best podcasts sometimes are like they're only as good as their hosts if like the host gets you like if if the host sucks you in then you're good I think like the dynamic between us was really really good anyway so I don't feel like we needed to interview like an expert or interview someone who had, do you know what I mean? I felt like we needed to just talk amongst ourselves and that would be, that was, I guess, the vibe anyway. We kind of wanted to be like, you know, a couple of gals chatting about men. <laughs> 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 so that was yes. like the vibe. It was, we didn't want to kind of like make it too serious if that made, if that made sense. So I guess would have been maybe a little bit too, um, not really in keeping with our vibe, I don't think. Mm.
4: Uh, no, uh, I think, uh, yeah, that is right. Uh, for the podcast, we just need to uh, relax that and to do, like, the conversation. We don't need to, like, more seriously, like the interview or something, yeah. The only –
0: so there's, there's the big question is, what surprised you? So was there, some, was there one moment throughout the 12 weeks that made you kind of go, God, I – I didn't realize or that was I don't know some people call it the eureka moment always makes me think like panning for gold but uh, what was there a moment for each of you that was sort of like oh I I really didn't realize that or I didn't notice that or
1: um I think when we for me when we presented it because it was only us I mean between the four of us that had heard it um I was really surprised at how the reaction to it actually, um, because we got like really good feedback um, when we did present it. Because the way that it was structured, we listened to the podcast alongside um the other groups that are also chosen the group the brief for a collaborative challenge. So I think there was five five groups of four, maybe, or four groups of yeah, four. Yeah, that's right. Um, and each group would listen or play their podcast and then the group would um do a presentation um talk about their process and then kind of do any question and answers I suppose as well but that portion or that at that point I was really surprised because it did kind of uh, create a reaction and people engaged with it really well Um, so I yeah I was I was shocked to be honest because again as Amelda said like it was just few girls sitting around the table really like having having a chat and like just kind of being opinionated in a way and um, so it was really um surprising that it evoked that kind of response in people I suppose which was great payoff definitely yeah I think
2: we um we underestimated like the power of our own conversations so then when you hear mm. other people's opinions then It's like, oh, wow, yeah, actually, we might have, like, um, got people thinking about this, which I think is quite cool.
0: I think also maybe you didn't realise how much we need you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, did anyone else want to add to any of that? I mean, I think the only last question really is about what advice would you give? To students taking on the collaborative challenge, or what? It, what would you say to them to sort of stop them feeling apprehensive or um, worried about briefs, or worried about translating the briefs, or even managing the workload um, in having to write the critical reflective statement? Um, I just wondered if there's any. Any of you want to throw anything like that out at at the future students of collaborative challenge?
1: I think try and um how, how do I, how do i put this don't but don't be too concerned with what the output will be you know just go with the flow like enjoy the process i know it's so easy to say when you know you have it done and obviously it was a few months ago now that we um did it but i think that for me at the start, I was freaked out because I was thinking, oh, what's it going to what's how is this going to turn out in the end? What's it going to be like? How how am I ever going to get to that stage? But I think that I mean, it's not loads of time that you have to do it, but it's definitely enough to create something that's, you know, I mean, in our case, I hope something that would evoke a reaction and um, whether that's good or bad, but would evoke a response Um and then because you have that little bit of time between finishing your and presenting your your brief and then doing the critical assessment you know you you do have a little bit of a kind of space to kind of get yourself into the the mindset to kind of start reflecting on it you know so i would say take it in chunks and also i think that the way that this podcast in particular the brief, I mean, was was structured and our supervisor, it was kind of, it was a week, a weekly or kind of every second week, a check-in. And I found that really helpful because we had deadlines in a way the whole way through. But that just made it so much easier once we got to the final point at the end.
3: Uh, I want to add to that as well um, in terms of like advice that I would give. um would be like it's not all about you in the sense that it's a collaborative challenge so like Mm -hmm. you're always gonna have to work with people and um I think it's a like I guess the work world is set up where you never know who you're gonna like be working with or you might be working with people that you don't really like or that you don't really know very well but then if you go in with the Kind of idea that it's not all about me i'm here to listen to other people i'm here to contribute i'm not here to be the star of the show and it's not my opinion that matters the most i think that also will make an easier process for yourself but also an easier process for everyone else because if everybody else comes in with the same mindset then you have a nice cohesive conversation rather than a, i don't know a, a where no one's talking or a place where everyone's talking if that makes sense um Mm. and yeah i think you do have enough time to do it i mean a lot of the time i was like oh my god this is like this is too much going on i can't do this but also like you do have enough time and i was always like other people did this so i think i can do it too so i think (laughs) that that also helps as well
0: that is really helpful and it's just yeah it's it's just lovely that you can kind of, um, I don't know, just remind students, because I think when you do, for many students have either had a terrible relationship with collaborating or they've never collaborated. And it's really nice to just put their minds at ease in that. Um, and also just to remind them um, that it isn't about them. Um, and I think, you know, we it's called a challenge for a reason. Um, it's not called a picnic. Um, but I also think you you guys have such good. There's just a natural generosity that runs between all of you. I, I I can pick up on that.
1: I have a I found a note the other day um from like our first or second session. I can't remember who said it, but it wasn't me, anyways. But they said um the group was like the Spice Girls when Jerry left. Um, so I feel like definitely we had that as Emelda said that kind of like sense of it isn't all about you you know from the get-go and because we were all quite passionate about our topic I think that definitely helped because you know it felt like you were partaking in a really worthwhile conversation that you would never normally get the chance to do so seize the day and all that kind of stuff
0: (laughs) yeah and make it count I guess too
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: no, and I, I can't thank you enough. The only thing I do have to ask you is I need a recording of your past podcast because we will put that on our um our platform. Uh, and I also would like to ask too, please don't stop making them. <laughs> I hope you're gonna make a whole series of them and yeah. I just think it was it was a real pleasure to to listen to what you had managed to put together um, in quite a short space of time while there were other things going on and other demands being made on you and I just want to thank you so much for coming in and making this podcast with me um, I'm sort of wondering about what you think of my technique which is really funny uh, because I'm just the interested um, voice really I'm, yeah. but that's a whole other conversation that we put out from this bit <laughs> <laughs>